everybody wow folks it's enough the one and only podcast about movies and television starring the turkey boys ryan Ankner and scott sweeney hank just had something i've like never seen before he went to crack open a diet coke and he got a dud it didn't open he got no kutish kind of floored by this wow and it spilled a little no. Yeah, we're walking on sunshine. My fucking special Monday morning mix. What's up, hoops? Hey now. Yeah, I'm having diet coke issues over here now. I know it's it's wild. And I'm having a pop screen issue. We got uh, this is episode 23, so I'd like to dedicate this episode to uh, the movie, the number 23. Which is uh, Jim, oh. Jim Carrey's worst film. I would say that's his Apex Mountain. Yes. <laughs> Easily his worst movie, and that's no small feat, folks. If you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, that's, continue yeah. to avoid it. I was going to say, that's not even a turkey worth watching. Mm. That movie really stinks. True garbage. Garbaggio. This is like nothing I've ever seen. It's like the can is open. I know, it's like a, a grenade. You pulled the pin, and now it's just... Here, keep going. I'm going to stab this open. <laughs> The um, so we're roaring. We're this this song reminds me of High Fidelity. I was saying it reminds Ank of uh, American Psycho, two classic films. Jack Black does a fun little dance number to this song in High Fidelity. Very memorable. Very fun. Ank has his diet coke cracked open, and now we're cooking. The um, do we have anything in the mailbag to start us off this week? Nothing today. Nothing. No, 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 uh... Hmm. Ooh. This is like a Coca-Cola commercial. It's a Coke on ice. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to Caleb Geary uh, <laughs> of Pembroke. Mm, you hear those bubbles? Friend of the show. Yeah, a little good Coke on ice. Coke on ice for you, pal. Mm. But yeah, nothing, no more uh, pending litigation. We didn't get any more... uh... No, we're working on that, and I'm not really allowed to talk about it. The only thing that I can say um, is that we're on the the tail end of litigation. Mm -hmm. We we hired Jackie Childs from Seinfeld to assist us. We're coming to an agreement here, and I think that it's going to end up in our favor, which is nice. I'm in. Um, what's in the news, Hoops? The news! Um, well, every day we get closer and closer to the release of Hobbs and Shaw. It's August 12th? August 2nd. 2nd, even I believe. better. They released a, another a final trailer that I'm confident gives away every single beat in the entire movie, but I couldn't resist watching it anyways. And it looks like a real treat. Can't wait to see it. Who are we in Hobbs and Shaw? 
Are you the rock and I'm Statham? That's of my, course, that's I'm bigger my, than you. Okay. I'm the big guy. Wow. Fans didn't need to know that, and now I'm a little upset and <laughs> emasculated. But Statham, I'm, I'm Statham. He's still pretty cool. He's, he's pretty cool. I saw him at a restaurant once in Los Angeles with quite the babe. Yeah, he he's a babe getter. He used to date that chick, uh, Rosie Huntington he Whiteley. Married? Is that the one he's married to now? Maybe. Could be. She was the babe from like, now. She was the babe from like the third Transformers. Good babe. Oh, the blonde one. I think he did marry her. I had to lock it down, mate. If I looked Champ- it up, it would be like it matters. It's a champagne problem. <clears throat> also, I was laughing about how when actors turn musicians, there's been a lot lately. I think I mentioned before, uh, Kiefer Sutherland cut a country album that sounds like Woof. exactly how you think it would. It's just awful. I think it gets to the point where celebrities are like, you know what, it would be fun to make some music. You know what, dude? And they just... <laughs> yeah. And they case, just do case, it. Case in point, a new release from the Hollywood Vampires, Oof. which is a band comprised of uh, John Depp, Alice Cooper, and Slash from... Uh, what is Slash from again? Uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, He's Guns a guitarist. Yeah, they're in a band that's like the most boring, like doesn't need to exist rock music you've ever heard and it's very embarrassing they just dropped a new album i don't know if you've heard it yet but uh they're pretty quite, bad it's huh? quite the turkey yeah it's like worse than you can even imagine it's like oh let me well, they pop, all look like me. they're 300 years old too yeah and they're such just bags of bones like a parody of uh aging rockers um and yeah and also jeremy renner finally released an album he had that song that was on the soundtrack for Tag, I remember. Oh. He did that cover of the Crash Test Dummies song. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was meant to be ironic. I saw that on Spotify when I discovered that he does music. It's, it's in, like, the, in the credits for Tag, Yeah. if you stayed, folks, yeah. the post-credit sequence. <laughs> Everyone listening did. Who I'm could sure. resist? Who didn't see Tag in the theater? But yeah, he released a song called Heaven Don't Have a Name. Which is That's definitely very not an original. Yeah, it doesn't sound original. No, it does not. It sounds like a song that came out before we were born. But I listened to it. He's How was it? It was very funny. He's got like a Daughtry kind of sound to it. I like actually an, think... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you might like it. I think you're going to be a Renner I mean, fan. Let's, musically. Should I listen to it? Yeah, pop it on for a All second. Right. Give us some of that, uh, that chorus. <sighs> I'll just skip. Everyone online that. was bidding like heaven don't have a name. Well, I mean, it's it's right there in the title. I know it's like a thing, it's, but it's just kind of frustrating. It sounds like a chip bit. Mm. Tess fucking doesn't have a name, but there it is. Fucking you said skip life. to the chorus. Oops, sure. wrong song. A better song. Yeah, that is a good song. <laughs> Ooh, all right. See, I told you <laughs> you're gonna be in on this. Yeah. The new voice of a generation. This rips. Jeremy Renner. This might even slap. Does he have like a good... In the chorus? I feel like he might... You know I love that. I feel like he might sneak one in. He's so, so auto-tuned. The funniest part is picturing him in the studio with like headphones on. Big set of cans. Like feeling the beat and just like crooning the shit out of this. Wait, wait, let me listen to this. <laughs> this is great. See, I knew you I were, love it. I knew you were going to be in on this. Nice, wholesome hit. Ooh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, this rips. What have I done, folks? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, that song's awesome. Would you say that's the song of the summer? Without question. <laughs> I'm going to add this to my playlists immediately. Bingo. All of them. Let's let's keep the news popping, though. We got a... Uh, it's been a very weird summer for movies, I've noticed. There are uh, two killer doll movies in theaters right now. The remake of Child's Play. Yes, and Annabelle Oof. Comes Home. Which how is, many of those Annabelle movies do they get to make before exactly. they decide to hang it up? I don't care how well they do. This is somehow, enough. This is somehow the third Annabelle movie. Fucking enough. There's a trilogy of spin-off doll movies from the Conjuring series. There aren't even three Conjurings, and they've fucking churned out three is of the these Conjuring dolls. the one with Patrick Wilson? 
Yes. Okay. And I think he's actually in this one, like having a cameo as that character. They roped him in, probably with a oh. nice juicy payday. But yeah, what a time to be a fan of uh, killer toy movies. Um, also, Toy Story Four, if you count that. I was gonna say which, ven- ventriloquist dummies, which made a hundred and forty million fucking dollars opening yes. weekend. Can we talk about that for a second? How outrageous that is. We can. And I thought it was funny how that is a crazy amount Just, of money, but that is considered a disappointment to people they thought it was going to make a lot more than that well people aren't going to the movies in droves like they once were i mean i was in a full packed house for it yeah as i'm sure you were yeah no but they just how much is it making how much did it make this weekend that's the question yeah true that second weekend kid i saw an article about the the diminishing returns of sequels this summer in particular they haven't been performing like they uh Sunday do. estimates. Um, and all the uh, muckety-mucks on Doe Island are tired of it. What? They're like, why aren't you seeing our turkeys? You so far, t- uh, Toy Story has made $236 million, almost 237 Yeah, which sounds astronomical, but people are like, that's it? Well, perspective-wise, it's, it's less than... It's about a quarter of what Avengers has made. And it's a okay. children's movie, too. So it usually the children's movies that have a universal appeal to adults yeah. usually do better than anything else. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Up probably made like a billion like it's not doing as well as toy story 3 it, that one did a lot better it's, toy story uh, 3 i think what they're they're gauging it on let's just gauge all of them it's yeah toy there. story toy story 3 made 415 million yeah, yeah but the opening was less was it yeah hmm interesting maybe i got some faulty numbers opening was 110 that dough original story toy story wait a minute here there's no way that's accurate what happened there's no way that's accurate toy story 2 did not make that little money oh here we go yeah toy story okay never mind it's just there's too many different versions like the 3d and yeah it's it's a billion dollar multi-billion dollar franchise um speaking of multi-billion dollar franchises how about luke bassan's anna (laughs) bombing making making 3.6 million for a career low for friend of the show luke bassan you love a career low I, me and Marty uh, slash Codpiece are career low guys. Like, we seek them out. Who's, just to remind the fans, he's been fired as the designated Absolutely survivor of the fired. show. He has nothing to do with us anymore, and goodbye. But, uh, ooh, that DC? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and oh, let me this Diet Coke. Thanks, pal. This is important that the fans are in the loop on this. But yeah, the An- Anna bombed. We didn't see it yet. I still kind of want to see it, even though I'm it out. bombed. I'm out. I, I can't. Know. I hate bombs. They make me sad. <laughs> Once it's got that turkey <clears throat> stink on it, you're out. But She's got bombs! It turns it into like the little feature that could for me. And I, I want to like give it my, my $5 for a Super Tuesday matinee. Um, Help it out. How about, speaking of big movies, though, Avengers, that re-release with the post credit sequence mm. that's coming out, what, after yes. Spider-Man opening weekend? Uh, a very thinly veiled attempt for them to uh, cross past Avatar as the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. it's exactly what's going on. They're like, it's got like a deleted scene and like this and that. It's like, well, it comes out on <laughs> Blu-ray in like two weeks. This is it's very obvious what you're doing. Two weeks with pay. But all the herbs will see it anyways. They can't resist. I They'll be like, oh my god, there's a deleted Hulk scene? I, I gotta get... I gotta. You don't know who Dante is? I gotta get to the theater and see Avengers Endgame for the fourth time. Um, uh, are they ever gonna do where they just play all the Avengers movies back to back? No, they do they that. They do that already? They do that, not even just the Avengers movies. They do screenings where they do every single Marvel movie my and chest then, just tightened up <laughs> no could you tell could you imagine sitting in a theater oh. with for like literally two full days with like the people that would go to a screening like that yeah but it smells great in there <laughs> yeah. like I haven't showered before this or during ever actually but yeah they and they do that and that sounds oh. like a nightmare but people love it there yeah, are I, like I, 20 Marvel movies that's you know it's a crazy crazy thing to do but they do it every time one of these big marvel movies comes out it's a whole thing it's all fucked up but uh have you seen the charlie's angels trailer if you want to talk about that for a hot moment i have not should we that's not worth playing is it it's not because it's really bad and it's one (laughs) of those trailers that like the trailer is barely watchable it's like 
it's the trailer feels like it's 40 minutes long it's just like so boring and i can't believe that this movie they're like <laughs> giving it another go like oh let's just try Charlie's what about another Angels one again and the whole they're like from director uh elizabeth banks they make a big thing of that i'm surprised they weren't like from v- visionary director elizabeth banks what else has she directed like she zach directed, and mary make a porno no that well, was kevin i smith. was joking i know but as <laughs> friend, Scotty, friend of the show kevin smith scotty fact check <clears throat> but uh she directed pitch perfect too and that's it but now she's like just because she's famous they're like oh this is a thing and she's also in it playing Bosley, which is like a reveal in the trailer. And I was like, oh, this looks like... Who is excited for these awful remakes? Like, who's clamoring for this? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to see Mindy Kaling sliding across the screen or whoever <laughs> yeah. is the fucking angel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was... Ocean's 8 was a fucking piece of crap. Yeah. It was that... one of the most formulaic, just phoned-in, mm. lifeless movies I've ever seen. That actually reminds me, someone online had a great bit that was Lullaby. like... Lullaby. That was like, uh... First Ghostbusters, then Ocean's 8, now they're making Charlie's Angels with women, too? <laughs> I thought that was inspired. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, it looks, <clears throat> um... It was one of the most lifeless trailers I've ever seen. It's got the turkey stink on it. I'm predicting a bomb. I hope so. And, um... There's, uh... I think Hollywood's getting real weird. It is. In a lot of ways. Like, I saw Seth Rogen on the cover of GQ the other day in some silly all-white outfit. Like, is this what they're doing with fashion now? Like, you, you stay famous long enough, and it's like, yeah, you get the cover. Here you go. GQ. You, Seth Rogen, guy who's known for, like, picking chips out of his belly hair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with that. I know what you're saying, though. It's just, it- like, enough. You're not, he's not a fashion guy. He looked silly in the outfit they put him in. You could, like it's, he wouldn't wear that. And I think that is enough. Like, he's just been around long enough. And I think he's doing, like, a pivot now to being more of, like, a, a, a director. A serious guy, director? Yeah, like, I think. What's he directing again? Well, he has that new Amazon show coming out called The Boys that looks pretty cool. I think he directed most of the episodes of that. The Turkey Boys? <laughs> if only. We'll get there. Seth, contact us. But, uh, yeah, it, it is silly. But, I mean, good for him. I'm a fan. I yeah, support whatever. the man. Um, do you think Meryl Streep's going to win an, an Emmy for Big Little Lies? Ooh. Is she, is she really good? I don't watch that program. Have is you she, heard the rumblings? I saw that clip online of, like, when she's having dinner with uh, Nicole Kidman and her kids. And she's like, I scream. Do you want to hear me scream? And then she like... I'm like, oh! Yeah. That was fun. <clears throat> that almost made me want to watch the show. It's a good show. She, she seems like wacky and crazy, and she's intense, like typical. She plays the swoop in and steal the show kind of Meryl. She plays the mother of the guy who died at the end of season one, and they're trying. She like knows something's up. She's trying to cobble together the big little lie kind yeah. of deal. She's I know together the, the pieces, and she's gonna figure it out. Yes, <clears throat> um, I'll, I'll maybe get in there. Yeah, one of these days. I tried to watch season one. It didn't didn't grab me, as they say. If you didn't get in there with season one, it may not work for you. Mm. But I, I'd give it another shot because I think it's interesting. I might just for the fans. New one tonight. Ooh. Uh, I saw also that there is a Suits, <clears throat> Suits spinoff. Yeah, you mentioned that. Coming out. The fuck. Which I find mildly outrageous. What's it called? Ties? <laughs> hey now. Sutresses. <laughs> Suiters. I enjoyed that my own joke a little too much there. I liked it, but yeah, I feel like Suits should be getting canceled. Instead, it's getting spinoffs, which is just like okay. But yeah, it's called Pearson, with just the main guy, or no, it's got like one of the side babes. Great, it's, like, it's got a babe lead. I don't watch Suits. I don't watch this show. I just wanted to bring it up because I found it outrageous. I'm sorry, fans. Um, the. There was a stabbing in my neighborhood the other day mm. in on the Charles River Esplanade in the back bay of Boston. There, yes. A woman was stabbed while jogging at three in the afternoon with a pair of scissors. Wow. Which uh, yeah, I think was that- reminiscent of a movie that yes. we, we recently watched. I'm looking for the <laughs> enough podcast. 
I'm huge. Yeah, it's like our, it e- was- <laughs> our evil twins are after us with scissors. Yeah, it was... Uh, We're referencing Us for fans who haven't seen that film. I thought in my head that was going to be much funnier <laughs> when we when I set you up for that. Yes. I just really like doing the voice, and I'm <clears throat> a little flumped right now. Oh, we want to carve you like turkeys. Yeah, the show sucks. <laughs> if you haven't seen Us, it's on Netflix now. Or, I'm sorry, on uh, iTunes now. And my Lupita Nyong'o voice is unmatched. Kind of a bad rewatch. Yeah. We tried to rewatch it last week, and I think I finished it by myself, but... Yeah, we watched the I wasn't most of it. blown away. Yeah, it wasn't a great rewatch, which kind of bummed me out. Normally a movie with a big twist at the end, when you watch it again, like, sure. it can be stronger because you notice things, but... Yeah, I don't know. I still liked it, but I wasn't... Uh, the news, Hollywood news, or entertainment-wise, the thing that's got people on the internet the most up in arms this week, I think, mm. is that Netflix has said they're going to bring the... They're taking down The Office in 2021. Yes. And yeah, everyone like, just like everyone's flipping out to the point where it's just like, just stop. Enough with this show. Watch another show. <laughs> Get... Just like enough, uh, the memes, the whole deal, the clips. It's like everyone's seen every instance of The Office when it aired, and then again, and then we're calling this the obit of the week. This, seen it repurposed as I would say, uh, we're obiting, obituarying, basically the entire series. Yeah, it's over. Michael Scott, Dwight, referencing The Office, <laughs> like. It's everywhere, man, and it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Like bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Like yeah. people will say that if you say the word bear, yeah. it'll just they'll piss spit that out all over you like it's an original thought. Yeah, and, and it's it's worse than ever. The Office was a mediocre sitcom at best that that like limped to the finish line without the lead character. Those past two, those last two seasons don't exist. No. I mean, it, it was great. Like season, yeah, season two of The Office is like a masterpiece. But everyone's seen it. But it's, it's a enough. one. And, it's a one and done. It was funny when we, we watched it the first time. The comedy. It's not Seinfeld. It doesn't hold up to the point where you can. It's it's not even a quotable show. I can't give you one line mm. ever. It's yeah. It's it's all like circumstantial. It's just it's enough. When it's I, boring. When I see the bits, all things considered. Yeah. And we're going to get some hate mail about this. I it, feel like anyone who's listening is already pissed, but like... It makes me sad for, like, entertainment <clears throat> at large. Like, there's so many shows, like... There's, like, a new... There's, like, eight new shows every week. It's hard to keep up with it, but everyone's still just yammering about The Office. There's it's that... Like, it's like, there's uh, nothing else worth talking about? Like, get out of here. Like, the amount of work people put in in Hollywood, in entertainment, to make new content, the effort that they're going through, to yeah. put out all these shows... And there's jokes on the internet about, like, I just watched episode five of The Office for the 300th time, LOL. And it's like, you're, oh you're paying God. for all these other channels. Yeah. They're just going to sit there. And then you'll watch Game of Thrones because everybody else is talking about it. But then you just, it's to me, it's a cult-like thing. People mm. are just following this herd of, like, oh, Michael Scott. And, like, I'm looking, and, like, women on dating apps are saying, if we don't watch The Office, this won't work out. Oh, my God. It's like, how is that a qualification? How about, yeah. like... If you're not a serial killer, this won't work. <laughs> this is gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to me, the the like millennial fascination with The Office mm. is a big part of what's wrong with pretty yeah. much everything in America. It's right just now. so happy. <laughs> People think that like liking The Office is a personality. It's like no, this right. is just everybody likes this because it's a good it's show. It's funny. It's clever. It was good when it aired, and then it's over. It's not. And it's a one and done. It's enough. <laughs> Enough. It's been obituary. The office is dead. No more office. Enough. I have a little bit more news if you want to. I don't know if you have any more news. Um, I have some coming soon stuff. Yeah. Like stuff I want to see. Coming soon news. It's all in there. All the same thing. We've decided to mash that in as the same category because we're trying to get more organized. We're a couple yeah, of big boys yeah. with a radio show here. <laughs> big boys. We've done enough with the office. I, I yes. don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it's, exactly. Basically, <laughs> if you're a big office fan, stop listening to the show. Wow. It's over. Although don't, we don't need you. That's everybody, and we do need you, so stay on board. <laughs> we love you. Love you, fans. 
But Space Jam 2 is now filming. and like LeBron James? Yeah. I'm 100% behind this movie. Don't say anything <laughs> negative. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. He's, he got, like, hurt on set or something, so I saw an article about it. And I just wanted to say, out of all the big-budget movies that could get made, don't you think we deserve a little better than another movie where, like, Looney Tunes cartoon characters interact with NBA basketball players who can't act? Like, maybe just a little better. Do I have to say yes? <laughs> Can I say yes? No, but uh, at least change the sport. Like, after all these years of, like, we're coming up with Space Jam 2, and it's just, instead of Michael Jordan, it's LeBron. Let's get, like, a, let's get a big green remake. Yes, make it about soccer, golf, a bunch of sports. It wouldn't be any better, but at least it would be, like, slightly different. <sighs> that was bothering me. No, that's fair. And I also saw that there was a a new film they announced called Enola Holmes, which is about Sherlock Holmes' niece. Come on. And if you're not upset enough already, Millie Bobby Brown will be playing Enola Holmes. This is probably a movie they, like, cobbled together out of nothingness just to, like, give this girl something to star in. Run of the Millie Bobby Brown. And they cast Henry Cavill as uh, Sherlock Holmes. And he keeps getting work, huh? Yeah. I'm surprised they're even making another Sherlock Holmes after they perfected it with Holmes and Watson. I thought that would be just the definitive take on the character for years to come. But Sherlock Holmes is just so played out, and Enola Holmes, it'll just be like her doing the same thing. Him just like walking in, and like they zoom in on his eyes, and he's like, oh, this armoire is askew. I can clearly tell who did it because of this and that. And it's just like, great, cool procedural fun see you out there what about uh fuller house season four the trailer is oh. up are you a fuller Coming house to netflix guy? do you watch that program uh i have i have i'm a friend of the show bob saget mm. is one of my favorite actors better friend of the show dave coulier is my favorite actor so i, I guess i won't give any say... qualifiers he's my number one <laughs> coulier's leftovers yes we have we have a long gestating TV show about uh, you're gonna explain it yeah I'm kind of bailing died on my vine I'm realizing people don't need it it's called Coolie's Leftovers and Coolie will star in it it'll be a whole thing Spider-Man coming out Spider-Man yes the uh, friend of the show Tom Holland the third uh, this is the third Spider-Man 2 movie is it really yes there was the Sam Raimi series then the Andrew Garfield ones that everybody hated and now, now this is Tom Holland and yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal as the surprise villain. Yes. Is he Venom? <laughs> I wish. What? What? No, Mysterio. He's Mysterio, yes. Will there be a Venom tie-in here? I We're don't big th- Venom guys. They don't they haven't connected those universes yet, but they should. And uh I mean I'll see it. I'm down to see this. This new Spider Man. Although the reviews are not great. It's kinda getting mildly panned. Pan a little bit of a panning. Hmm. But yeah, that that's what comes out this weekend. That and uh, Midsommar, two movies that uh. Oh, I'll see. First Fourth of July, they're putting that out. Yeah, I think it comes out Wednesday even. Cool. A hot Wednesday release, and I like that we're in Midsummer right now. Midsommar, it's just a well-timed release. Gotta appreciate it. And um, the Irishman, I saw an article that said uh. This is the Martin Scorsese movie that's been pushed back, like, three times already. It was supposed to come out, like, calendar years ago, and now they're just, like, they keep being, like... The article said, Don't expect the Irishman to turn up at fall fall film festivals. Scorsese is waiting for the groundbreaking de-aging of Robert De Niro and Al Pacino to be just right. So, in other words, this movie is never coming out. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) That's all I gotta say. I'm expecting, like, little man-level CGI, which is, like, their stupid mug, like, plastered onto some child. I... It'll be a mess. I'm not even excited about it. And it's one of those things where I feel like, am I supposed to be? But it, it's just... It stinks. Yeah, at this point, it has to be, like, a fun surprise. I, like, it's just gonna... What I'm thinking, did we... I said this the other day, didn't I? When, that they're going to tease it as a Thanksgiving release until like August, and yeah. then it's going to be released mm-hmm. that it's bumped to be a Christmas release. And then it'll probably get bumped again. Because they already again. did this last year. 
didn't they? And then, did, then like they? the year before, I think they did, just think it's Scorsese. Uh, Scorsese has a lot of earned arrogance just ooh. based on his success. Like I don't think that it's an. I, I think that it's fair that he, you know, is going to drag it along as much as he can. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, just fucking put the movie out, man. Like, yeah. why would you? Ca- I could get it. You want to work with De Niro one last time because he's going to die and everything. Because what's he? Eighty years old now. Yeah, he's probably getting up he's there. Cl- I, whatever. He still looks good. For he looks fine. Least, and I mean, yes. he's a great actor. You know, like I enjoy his newer. Like his, he's he's basically been on on autopilot for a while. But I mean, you can't take away from the fact that he's made like ten of the coolest movies ever made. Mm. Um, you watched the new Mike Epps special recently. <laughs> speaking of Robert De Niro, I did, and and I'm, you loved it. I'm sorry to report. This falls under shuts. You fans. shut it? I shut it. What about that bit in the beginning about, uh, <laughs> fellas, you got to brush your teeth before sucking on a woman's titties? Yeah. That's I, funny. I sent you that because that was, like, the good part. That's the funniest line? <laughs> yeah. The rest, he's too all over the place. Like, this is a Mike Epps household. Yeah, we're we're fans. we're fans of him. And next I put Friday. This, I put this on expect in, like... Or is he Friday after next only? No, I think he's in both. He's yeah, in he's in both. both sequels. He was the Chris Tucker replacement yes. after the first one. But yeah, this special is not great. I think it's called like One Mike or something. And he's very all over the place. Like he changes subjects every like five seconds. It's like, you know, some stand ups like they linger too much on subjects. Other ones are just like racing through everything. Got to find that happy medium, folks. It felt like the bits were rushed. Yeah. I mean. Like he had, a, <clears throat> he had this whole thing about how he thinks Donald Trump has a small penis. I was like, wow, what a what a fresh and original yeah, that's thought. That's a hot take. Never heard something. Never heard such a thing. This is a bit that'll set the world on fire. And, um, but yeah, and I shut it after that just because that bit. I was like, this is so hack. I don't yeah. want. I, I can't continue. That's a disappointment. I'm gonna watch it anyway because yeah. I'm sure there's something there that I'll like. But yeah. Divorce season three with friend of the show THC on HBO is coming out uh, mm. in a couple of weeks. A show that I forgot existed. A show that everyone should get into with Thomas Hayden Church and Sarah Jessica Parker. They're a divorced mm. couple and they're trying to figure it out on their own. And it's a it's a uh, ank endorsement fully. I, I'm all in on this fucking show. It's one of the shows I look forward to the most. I don't Ooh. really know why. This is probably because I yeah. will future in the future get a divorce. So it's one of those <laughs> things. Yeah, sometimes you I'm get learning into, as I go. Sometimes you get into a show and I'm like, really? That show? <laughs> like, I surprise you a lot. Yeah, I'm like, divorce is like one of your go-tos? What is this? As is power on stars. That surprises you as well. That's another good example of exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, and I, I, Atypical on Netflix. I, uh, That's another surprise. Mm. With um, Michael Rappaport. And that, who's that kid from It Follows? You got to remember his name. I'm not looking it up. He's too much of a sidecar. He's beyond even me. But yeah, he was on United States of Tara. He's good. He is good. He makes it. He's a good sidecar. Um, City on Hill. You're a new City of Hill, City on Hill fan. Yes. The, uh, Do you have any City on Hill notes? I don't. I just have City on Hill baby in all caps written down because <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to talk about it. That's, that's all you need, really. I mean, I watched episode two. I haven't seen episode three yet. It, uh, I want to watch it together. Yeah, let's. I am waiting for a Kevin Bacon penis reveal. Yeah. <laughs> once he, uh, yeah, once he gets his Fenway Frank out, that'll be the moment. <coughs> but uh, yeah, episode two, I actually that was it got me more into the show. Yeah, like I, I'm like really, I'm like actually into it now. It's like barely even a joke anymore. Like I'm on board. The uh, it's a good show. Episode two had cops talking to bartenders and pool halls. The show owes a lot to the town. Like every, you know, armored car robberies, pool hall, like gritty exchange. It's, it's as if they just did the yeah. town, the movie. It's the town on a hill. Huh? What do you think? Well, it's, I mean, it's from all the same people. <laughs> I know, so but I City on a Hill, you, can you, just bike. you didn't get my you can, pun. Oh, no, I got it. <laughs> you can, oh, he got it. You can you can steal your own stuff, I guess. I uh, I don't know. You want to do Bachelor or you got more stuff? Just Yeah, just Boston stuff. It's yeah, just go ahead. The the, um, Keep going. There was that very cool scene where in the middle of a funeral, these guys burst in and then they shoot this like gang member in the head in the middle of a funeral. That was something I, I don't think I'd ever seen before. Like I thought that was cool. Someone yeah. getting killed at a funeral. I was like, this is dope. I thought that was like, it's really a good, cool. It's, it's interesting. There's a woman named Kathy, which had me laughing about like the goodwill hunting. Like, Kathy. She's got a skin problem. Yeah. <laughs> good cow, Will. But yeah, we're sitting on Hill, guys. 
This is our new segment, City on a Hill and Chill. <laughs> and fans love it. Clearly. You in on that? Yes. Of course. Um, more Boston? Or are you good? Oh, no. That's, that's all I have. <laughs> we'll watch that new episode. We'll report back to the fans about how dope it was. Big week in Bachelorette uh, history here, Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Batch, batch, batch. I can't believe... Fuck, fuck, fuck. ...they launched right back into the Luke P. drama immediately. Well, the, like, Lu- the Luke, P- Ugh. Luke P. drama is like the whole show. It's it's everything. It's They don't have anything else happening. They so keep, when she's going to keep him in until the last yeah, three. They keep pump faking like they're going to show him off or, you know, get rid of him. It's like, if you get rid oh, of him, this will. show doesn't exist. Everyone else is just like, hey, I'm just like some dude, like we're hanging out. I noticed that Dylan was rocking the Burberry scarf, scarf again, despite the fact that he was indoors. Wow, very uncouth. Mm. But just a quick note, they begin this episode and most episodes with like a sizzle reel that shows you everything that's about to happen in the episode you're about to watch. And I think it would be better if they didn't do that. No sizzle reel. Just a quick note for I agree, uh, yeah. the Bachelor producers that obviously listen to this. Well, because then you're waiting for that exact moment and sometimes it's like a sizzle reel that goes into a next episode too yeah they'll still like and my sister had to teach me this i didn't get it Mm. i was like well how come they didn't show that fight and she's like well that could be like seven episodes away they're just trying to hook you in and it's like they do a great job of heightening you know the suspense and keeping you in line or keeping you hooked because like i have a feeling luke p is going to punch somebody in the face he's he's a wild card like you never know there's been violence in in previous seasons so it's like any minute yeah. That could happen, and I don't want to miss it. And yes. it's, they got me. Um, Luke P., speaking of, he had a great line that said, uh, he was yelling at the guys when they were having some infighting. said, I know for a fact that nobody cares about Hannah as much as I do. I know that for a fact. And, like, got in the guy's face. It's a pretty impossible thing <laughs> to be factual about. He's such a... Yeah, he's a I, loose I think cannon. he's gonna punch Garrett in the face because he can tell that Garrett's the most scared of him. Garrett, yeah. the guy who went naked bungee jumping with Hannah. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. They started this episode hot with some nude bungee jumping. No and butt shots, nothing. I was laughing. Hannah takes her bra off before they jump, and they make such a like thing of it. They play like this dramatic music, and it's her being like, "It's me saying yes to to life or something." Yeah, like that's <laughs> Just, her like cutting loose. Isn't she like no. a virgin? I I don't even maybe? know. I don't think so. I Who feel knows? like they'd talk about that more if that was the case. And at that point where she's wearing that stupid fucking pink jacket looking like the Pink Panther. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it pissed me off beyond belief. Her just like, well, you know, the thing that I like about Luke P is that he's spontaneous. I just, you know, hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> Yeah, we're fans of the Steve Martin Pink Panther, not the original. No, no, no. We're in on that new shit. But yeah, I was also laughing that Luke P considers Hannah like damaged goods after she bungee jumped topless with one of the other guys. Yeah, and he got all bent out of shape about it. It's like, hey, dude. uh, Yeah. And he didn't believe Garrett about it, and it became like a point of contention. He was like, I don't believe you, bro. At one point, (laughs) he actually said to them like, like, she's my girlfriend, bro. She's your girlfriend, too. But she's also my girlfriend. It's like, this is just such an insane scenario. Like, it's... Aren't you glad you're in now, though? <laughs> well, it is amusing. Like, they, they go to these places, and it's like 10 or so different guys. They're all trying to, like, have a moment with her, but all at, like, the same time. So she's just getting, like, passed between these guys. One guy's going for a kiss. The next one's, like, lifting her up. It's so awkward. And then when, when Luke like, was like, I thought that was crossing the line. Hannah's body is a temple, and yeah. to expose it to anyone who isn't her husband is a slap in my face. Exactly. Like what, dude? Like what does that even mean? Like you, she, you have no ownership over her. Like yeah. she doesn't even like you. They're keeping you on the show because you're fucking interesting. Yeah. And she said as much. Like you don't own me. She gets she's the, all fucking emotion. She's emotional in every scene. It's like, yeah. dude. It's just the most unnatural thing imaginable. Like I'm dating these eleven guys and. <laughs> Like, they're in fight, and I don't know why they're fighting. It's like, oh, it's because oh, you don't know? they all want to win the the fake date competition. <laughs> and this is all just, like, a goof. But that's fine. There was one making, one of them was, like, making moves on her in the sauna. Do they have sex on this show? I think they do, yeah. 
and they just like I mean they like cut away and then they come right, back from like, commercial oh and it's boy. like well we we went ahead and because that's gotta happen soon they gotta start like bringing out the big guns I agree I mean to keep us interested yeah they were having like a, a spicy makeup in the sauna her and uh the geeky guy who seems to have a lot of yeah he's a dough know. guy he has some sort of dough island company that sounded promising I thought he was the pilot Oh yeah, maybe he's the pilot. I'm thinking of one of the other ones. Yeah, yeah he's a pilot. Yeah, they were they were having a fun makeout. Yeah, they were having a they were going deep. It was like whoa. They did that thing where like afterwards they were like laughing. They were like that was hot, and just like talking about how hot it was. That's hot. Paris Hilton voice. That's hot. But yeah, and they also said uh, one of them told Lupe to stay in your lane, and Lupe's response was. I am, but when I'm in my lane and I see you over here in your lane, and I'm like, he was, he was trying to cobble together like something. some sort of a. Yeah. I love when stupid people try to do metaphors. He's so dumb. It was He's so yeah. stupid. You can see the, the just the vacancy in his eyes of yeah, just like, him being all confused. Those black eyes, yeah, like eyes, <laughs> like a doll's eyes. Yes. Yeah, like he starts a sentence and you can I see on his shot. face, like he's got nothing. He doesn't even know like what his next word's gonna be. Oh yeah, he's just stupefied. He's just like. Has, has shitting out words hoping like it sounds like something you can tell he's super pissed that he can't just start hitting people too because mm. it's like he can't form an intellectual argument and he, you could yes. see him just balling up his fists in rage and he just he clearly just wants to start swinging and he, can, he knows that he can't because they'll throw him off the show immediately yeah. or and he'll even probably face real charges yeah because he's, you know, there'd be video evidence. But, I mean, it'll be worth it for that content. I think eventually... He'll, he'll save it for the season for now. Yeah, like, towards the end, he's going to actually lose it. And maybe it'll be a fake punch or yeah. staged, but I just, I have a feeling that he's... He's the type of guy that's not going to be able to contain himself much longer, <laughs> and he's just going to lose it and just start taking shots. And I can't... I'm, I'm very much here for it. I like us psychoanalyzing Luke P. I mean, just he's, deep he's a big dope. Yes. If I was on the show, I'd go out of my way to upset him as much as I could until he was thrown off with the yeah, first that's few why episodes. There was one of the guys, like TC or something, who was like giving him shit. It's like more of this. I don't. Everyone else looks like a bitch, just like letting this guy like I wouldn't, walk I, all over. Right, because it's nothing he can do. Worst case scenario, he gets one punch in, and all the other bros jump in. I wouldn't be afraid of him at all. Yeah, I just sort but of. Then Hannah would be like, "I can't be with a violent man. I I just don't know what. To, I'm gonna I go hate, cry. For I hate a, Hannah. I'm gonna go cry for half an episode. I hate her so much. She's terrible." I, I don't like her at all. I don't even think she's hot anymore. No. Her like, personality is so horrible, and she's such a just vacant zilch. There's just yeah. nothing there for me. Mm. Like, yeah, she's very... I feel like having a conversation with her would be awful. Yeah. And watching these guys pretend they give a shit about her just because they want to win the show and get like 10 minutes of celebrity is just yeah. vomit-inducing. I, I hate th- everything about it, and I can't wait for the next episode tomorrow night. <laughs> I wish there was at least one of them who was like, yeah, sh- she's all right. She's fine. Like, I just wh- want to win the show. Yeah. Would like, they throw you off for that? Well, no. Like, if you played it cool in the right way, she'd probably, like, be into it. It'd be like, I like how different he is from everybody. He's not like... If it were me, I wouldn't be involved in anything. Well, as soon as they all start bickering, I'd just get up and leave. I'd be like, have a nice night, guys. I'd just go back to my room and go to sleep. Yeah. I wouldn't be in- involved. If there was a cocktail party and it wasn't going exactly the way I wanted it to, I would just go, Hannah, I got a jet. Like, this is not happening. I'm not having any fun. I'm going to go to bed, bro. I'll see you tomorrow. That also reminds me, one of the guys said, if you fuck up another cocktail thing, Luke, you're going to have me really fucking pissed. And then he did, and she canceled the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> which was great. She came right, and then Chris Harrison came right in. Did you notice how many uh, wrinkles he has on his forehead? I didn't. But it's I'll one keep of those. Th- like his forehead has like wrinkle, wrinkle. Like he's he's an older guy. It's fine. Mm. But like it's. I'm talking like he's the wrinkliest forehead I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. He's a wrinkly boy. It looks like a sock coming out of the <laughs> fucking wash. Just, dun, dun, dun. Um, that's all I got on Bachelor. Yes. You want to talk shuts? I know you got some shuts. I shut like seven well, things. As I already told the fans, I shut that Mike Epps special. Regrettably, we are fans. We'll go back. Um, this week's lullaby. Oh, big category. The movie Black Hat? The, the Michael, Michael Mann, movie? Mann movie about Silicon Valley? Yes, it's okay. a movie that doesn't exist. I doubt anyone listening to this has ever even heard of this. It's a movie about hackers starring uh, Chris Hemsworth. It's very bad. It's a movie that opens with... They show computer codes like racing through wires, like NOS zooming through car parts Wolf. in a Fast and Furious it's very like cheesy. It doesn't sound like a Michael Bay 
and stupid. Touch. Michael Mann. Yeah, it did seem out of character. I meant Michael Mann, yeah, sorry. He normally makes like very serious, classier pictures. But Who produced that, do you know? I don't know. Probably him. He's like a big muckety-muck. But I'm surprised there aren't more like hacker movies in this uh, tech-obsessed world we live in. You'd think there'd be more. He produced it, yeah. You'd think there'd be like he, a hacker movie. He directed movie. and produced it. Nice. I nailed it. And also, I, I like his movies. A lot of people don't like digital. Although there were a lot of producers. There's 14 of them. Fair. So who knows? What. But like, Michael Mann's someone who, he shoots his movies in digital. A lot of people, there's a debate, you know, like digital versus film. But I think he's one of the few guys where like, he makes digital movies look cool. Like this and Collateral and Miami Vice. Those are examples of, you can tell while watching, they have a, they have a different look to them. But uh, this movie's unfortunately very boring. It looks cool. That's all it has going for it. But uh, it's terrible. It starts boring. It remains boring. Some movies like to start with a bang, but not this one. Mm. And I, f- I fell asleep somewhere towards the middle. And... Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is doing a bad southern accent. There's a scene where this guy like sits him down at a computer and he's like, Try to break this code. This is unhackable. And then of course he hacks it in like five seconds and is like, "Let me show you how I did that." And it's just with like, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, like <laughs> I'm gonna. Where did you watch it? Is it on? Uh, I watched it on. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe Hulu. I'm gonna uh, make. I'm gonna I'll find it later. It. Yeah, it looks I, cool, I feel like but I need it's, to take a peek. It's garbage. Yeah. Watch Michael Mann's better movies. If you haven't seen a fans, watch Collateral. It's a quiet classic. Heat. Heat also. Stay down. Hmm. Heat is my favorite, Michael Mann. Heat, Collateral, uh, The Insider is good. Yeah, Last I, of the Mohegans is all right. I've never seen that one, Last it's of the okay. Mohegans. It's been a while, but... The Insider is icy boring, as yeah. we like to say. Very slow build. Slow burn, rather. But has enough good moments that makes it worth it. I think it's Russell Crowe's best movie, personally. Oh. Well, I like American Gangster better, but I don't think it's... <laughs> I like American Gangster better because wow. of Denzel. Wow. Friend of the show. What I've said sh- it like 17 times today. Can't stop myself. What uh? What did sh- what did you shut? I shut the player with um, Robert. It's directed by Robert Altman with uh, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. I thought it was just boring. And uh, one of my clients is a film major, big movie guy, um, and his name's Chris. Chris said uh, that the player is one of those movies that when player. it came out in like the late 90s or I'm sorry early 90s late 80s whenever mm. people were saying how oh, it was the greatest movie ever and yeah. that it's one of those that if you understand the the industry side of Hollywood more mm. then it's it, it's supposedly more enjoyable and it's like yeah we know a lot about like the movies themselves yeah. I love movies about movies that's one of my favorite subgenres. I would say you may like this one give it a whirl and I also I love the idea of being a Robert Altman fan as we've discussed I, like, it's he, a cool sounding like if, oh yeah Robert Altman's if someone yeah. told me their favorite director is Robert Altman <laughs> yeah. I'd be like that's cool <laughs> that, would I, give, that would give me pause I'd be like oh damn oh cool like I haven't seen a lot of his movies people I want to watch like uh, Gun t- Tennessee or something he has a bunch of Tennessee so the player was no good kind of boring I mean I might go back in uh, but I got bored what else you shot anything else I prefer uh, Def Jam's How to Be a Player I love that movie. High five. <laughs> uh, we did it. I actually gave up on the Nicholas Winding Refn series Too Old to Die Young. Guess what? Scotty did too. I'm out. <laughs> I put on episode three and I had no idea what was going on. As we've said before, He's this show looks so cool. complicated. Yeah. The show is like a chore. You have to like muscle through it. It looks cool, but I don't know what's happening. I don't even know what people are saying. I was sometimes. lost the entire second and third episode. The first episode's yeah. a home run, and then the second episode, I was like, "What?" I knew you would like, hate the second. It second was like twenty-five like, minutes of subtitles. Yes, and I checked out completely. Yes, and I mean, we recommended this weeks ago, but now I'm, We're I'm very out. done. I also shot a movie called Apartment 407 on Amazon, which was about some guy who kidnaps a woman under the guise of like guys. a photo shoot and mm. tricks her into thinking she's a model okay. or would be a potential model. And they mm. then he's just got her trapped in his apartment. It's, a, it's supposed to be scary, but the guy's just like a geek. And the lead actress, is, it's all these no-name indie people. I always get 
buried on these like way deep indie track yeah. deep track indies <laughs> another movie i've never heard of well the actress is impressive <laughs> the actress is from sweden and like her her american accent is like 80 percent there which is almost worse mm. than like 50 percent there because it's like you can hear that little bit of just enough to distract you correct just yeah. enough to her to be like well i'm i'm going to the movies and then like there's mm. just like a slight little yeah like, hey, you know like just go all accent yeah. that's fine don't all, try to all clean or nothing it up. yeah so that sucked. Um, and then I went to a... what What's stupid? And I've been doing this a lot lately. I did this. There's three shots in a row that came from... Shut, shut, shut. Viewers also watched. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, of course, if they also watch this, it's it's also going to be shit. So I, I, I don't fuck with that. You can't. Yeah, and I do it all the time because I'm lazy. And it's right there and I just go click. That's a bad scene. You're totally right. They, the recommendations are not... They're, they're not what you need. The algorithms for any of the streaming yeah. services are, the, are way off. They're leading you down a wrong path. They want you to watch what they want you to watch, as needlessly paranoid as that sounds. Well, that, yeah, I went to this movie called The Gracefield Incident. Couldn't even tell you what it was about. And then mm. quickly to another movie called Stay, which was horrible. And they were it was basically like a rabbit hole of, of viewers also watched shuts. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, if they liked this, then they should like this other movie that I'm going to shut off. Yeah. And then I ended up with uh, scrolling through after that because I was like, I can't take any more recommendations. I scrolled until I saw Chapter 27 with Jared Leto. <laughs> Leto, Leto, whatever. And, wow. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yes. And I just This was is a like, movie about the guy who killed John Lennon. Mark David Chapman. That's There it is. Yes. And I love... This is the movie Jared Leto gained a bunch of weight for this role. And like I remember reading that he got like sick. Like He got some sort of like a fat guy disease i want to say gout diabetes maybe something else maybe that gout probably sounds accurate but yeah like he like ruined himself you know he's like a cool handsome guy who like is always getting babes and he put on like a hundred pounds for this movie that nobody even saw (laughs) except for you like 10 years later (laughs) on demand i remember us making fun of the photos of him fat yes and getting a big big kick out of it because normally he was probably thinking like oh Here's my Oscar. I'm going to at least get a nomination. I'm, I'm putting on weight and playing the guy who killed John Lennon. This sounds like a home run. And then everybody's just like, nah. Like, I, I never saw it. I remember coming out and just being like, eh. But uh, what, what do you... Did you enjoy it? No, it sucked. But I sucked. this is an honorable mention in shuts because I did finish it. Mm. So I can't technically count it as a shut. Okay. Um, I like that. Like, yeah, you finished it, but it belongs in. Shots. I one hundred percent should have shut it off, but at this point, I'd already shut off four other things, mm. and I was like, I just can't take it anymore. Like, yeah. just leave it on and play with your phone, and just don't really watch it. And it's like, there's like a scene where he get Judah Friedlander plays one of the photographers that's at the scene, and like he's like arguing with Judah Friedlander. Was he wearing wacky hats like on Thirty Rock? He had a hat, but it was not that wacky, and he had Fuck. no glasses. Because I mean, this came out in 07, so Judah Friedlander was kind of. I guess a little yeah. more under the radar at I that point. He had a small role in the wrestler too. He used to get a little, a little a sidecar little, work. I was just gonna say exactly that. And then I also shot off Colors with Sean Penn and Robert Duvall, where they play gritty LA cops, kind of like a precursor to Training Day that just nobody really needed. And these colors don't run. It stunk. Yeah, it I've fucking I've, stunk. I've I've never seen that, but I remember it from Blockbuster. I it can, I can picture the cover of it in my mind's eye. Um, and that's all I got. Let's get into our proper reviews, our what we've been watching segment, one might call it. Sure. Something along those lines. What'd you watch? And I got nothing. I, all, I shut off everything. So I, I, have, stuff. <laughs> I have nothing to discuss beyond like TV shows. The, uh, I rewatched the entirety of I Think You Should Leave, that sketch show that we've recommended a I couple times on this show. I can't wait for season two. I rewatched it with a friend of the show, Joey, who had never seen it before. Is he into it? He loved it. Like, just as much as we did. It's it's an incredible show. And folks, if you haven't seen it, get in there. It's on Netflix. It's like six, 15 minutes episode. You can watch it all in a sitting, and you'll love it just like we did. And a sketch that I feel like I missed the first time around, that honk if you're horny sketch, where, like, this guy's driving behind him, and he sees a honk if you're horny bumper sticker, and he just, like, lays on and the he's horn. he's sitting outside the guy's place holding the horn down. That's yeah. one of the, the funniest ones in the whole yeah. thing. He follows him, like, for days, and it's a whole thing. It's I a, love the... It's a uh, masterpiece The sketch. advertising one, too, where they're talking about the car, and there's yes. that little foreign guy, and he's like, you Stinky! Have, you have no good car ideas. <laughs> that guy's a, a scene stealer. 
Uh, great show. Great show. Season two is coming soon. Yes. I'm excited about it. Ooh. What else? I um, I also saw Rocket Man, the Elton John biopic in the theater a little while ago. You have and ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always censoring me? So rude. But uh, this was surprisingly strong. This was, yeah, that's, uh, people are saying that uh, the Elton John. Nicole Eggert or whatever her name is that was in that <laughs> is like <laughs> the pinnacle of the acting for 2019 or whatever. Yes. Well, as I've said before, I appreciate that he does his own singing in it. It makes it more of like a movie instead of uh, the Queen movie where it's just like Rami Malek like lip syncing and cosplaying like a little, like a little could you. You don't like the lip syncing? I no. prefer the real songs. We're going to disagree here. Agree to disagree. I know, but when you're watching a movie, it seems like stupid to be like, why'd you go to all this trouble just to like recreate all this? Then you're just playing the guy singing it. Like I can just watch the Queen Live Aid performance at home and it'll be better. And it's the real thing. So Joel was nailing it? It was. He was actually... Joel Edgerton? No. The... Taryn Egerton. Are they related? No, it's Edgerton and Egerton. I hate that. And they look the same? They're both like, you know, dudes with brown hair who are like sidecars in movies. I can see why you'd be confused. Elton John rules, though. Yeah, I think I kind of want to go when he's at the garden. I'll watch it. It has a big, you know, it's about him conquering his uh, drug and alcohol demons. Was Elton, or is Elton John sober? Yeah. I didn't know that. He has been for years and... I, I celebrated it. 11 years of sobriety myself last weekend. Ooh, cheers, mate. Thank you. I know you're up there. Hats off to myself here. But yeah, he... I guess I'm the rocket man. <laughs> I'm the red rocket man. Ooh. I'm the rocket man. No, but uh, yeah, it, ends with that, it ends with that song, I'm Still Standing, which is just... You love a, that song. Oh, it's a home... I hadn't heard it in, like, forever. And, like, it's, I'm that hack who doesn't realize Elton John is good until I go see his biopic... <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, Elton John's pretty good, huh? Oh, he actually has some hits. Yeah. But yeah, that, and they put like some fun twists on the song. It was good. Enjoyable film, Rocket Man. It'll probably be coming out on video shortly. Okay. Um, I also saw Anima, that new Paul Thomas Anderson, Oof. Tom York thing. Did you attempt this? No, I can't. I feel like you will hate it. Oh, 100%. And, uh, <laughs> It's more like a music video type thing. It's only oh. 15 minutes long, though. It's got that going for oh, it. Oh. I can't sell you with that runtime. I just, I hate people that are in Hollywood or in <laughs> entertainment that are just like unique and weird on purpose. Like just going out of their way to cultivate some sort of a brand. You're saying it, Tom York is yeah, that? Tom York to me. Mm. I just there's this this pretentiousness about him and Radiohead and their fan base, and I'm just I'm good. That's fair. I thought like Okay Computer was a good album, and what's the the one with everything in its right place? Kid uh, A. Yeah, yeah, I like that album. It's probably my favorite, and there's, they're cool. I dig them, but yeah. just like fucking enough. I think give it a go because I actually thought the music in it was really cool, and Paul Thomas Anderson clearly loves Radiohead. That guy, their bass player, Johnny Greenwood, does the scores for all his movies. And now he did this other thing with Tom York. That's kind of cool. So he's firmly in their camp. But yeah, it's, it's basically just like a long, weird, like silent movie. And uh, it's got all the stuff. It's like a Charlie Chaplin kind of thing. Check it out. All right. What else you got, anything? Do we want to talk about Versace? The Versace show? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. We, bu- we bumped it last week, so we might as well. Yes. I fucking loved it, and I'm really happy you got into it. I'm glad you recommended it, because this is a show... This came out, like, last year, and I kind of, like, wrote it off, because... Most people did, I think. First of all... I think in the wake of the OJ True Crime... Because it's from the series of the True Crime story on FX, and yeah. OJ was the first one. So Andrew mm. Kanan and the guy who killed Gianni Versace was the second one. That's the, So they're, argue, they're in the same seat show... This is the second season, and people were expecting it to be like the OJ show again. And it's a little—it's different, same oh, yeah, a, production and everything, but it was—it di- was a different story yeah, with it's different a completely actors. Different and, crime story, yeah. Crime, crime. But yeah, and that's the thing that kind of maybe turned me off. Like the show they promoted as like Versace, and like it's—and I thought it was going to be about Versace, and he's 
barely in it, like, at all. Played it, by, um... What's his name? Yeah, I no. can't remember either, but the, 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 the guy who plays Andrew Cunanan is very good. Yeah, he was incredible. And it's all a story about him. It's like a serial killer story. It's like a... It's like messed up and crazy and good. Yeah, I loved and it. Violent. I, I tore through it in like two days. They had this one shot of uh, in the first. They show you like the end at the beginning, which is annoying, but everything does it. They show him like killing Versace, and then he's in like a convenience store watching the footage of them announcing like Versace is dead, and this woman in front of him watching the footage. She like puts her hand over her mouth to be like, oh my god. And then he, like, mimics her doing that, but he's, like, hiding a smile. I was, like, I thought it was, like, the coolest shot I've seen in, like, years. I just thought it was so, like, clever and cool. Ank's not remembering it. I'm learning from not remembering facial it. expressions. I mean, I watched it months ago yeah. in my defense. It was just very, like, well done in, it, in every I way. I thought the, everything about it was well done. Like, the, and, you know, it's not spoilers because the whole story's out there already, but, like, yeah. the, the, you know the culmination of the series when they're when they're when the police are, or the FBI is closing in and they're going to catch him and he's on that guy's houseboat and it's just yeah. it's just really fucking intense. Yeah, I thought it like, was extremely well done. He kills like a bunch of other people, then like he embroils like his boyfriend into it. He like like tricks him into like thinking he was involved, and then like a bunch of other crazy stuff happens. It was just great. He's like blackmailing that older uh, developer, yeah, the rich guy, Lee Midland. With the wife. That's, that was all real too. Yeah, everything that, happened. That's that the stuff was part. great. Because, yeah, like they're talking to him like, it's just crazy. Yeah, he he was a messed up dude. <laughs> that uh, fascinating that story. Kunanen. And I thought Penelope Cruz plays uh, Versace's sister. I thought she was. I was kind of digging her in that mode. She was okay. I thought she was like very attractive as. I don't even know what Donatella... Gianna Versace. Or uh, Donatella, you had it. Yeah. Uh, Gianni is, is him. Yeah. Donatella Versace. She's alive. She's the one who's still in charge yeah. now. I liked her like, Gianni, I have my own ideas. She was, I can do stuff, Gianni. She was, <laughs> she's not that pretty in real life. She looks kind of like a plastic surgery nightmare. I but figured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has sort a of a plastic player. face. Mm. But... Um, yeah, uh, Penelope's good in most things. Yeah, and then they go back, they show you like the story of uh, Andrew Cunanan's like messed up father, and then you understand like why he's so messed up. They really, it's just like a home run of a story, cover to cover. And uh, yeah, I thought it was odd how little time they spent on Versace himself, but the show was better for it. Didn't really need it. And. Uh, it made me sad at the end. Like, poor Versace, he's just doing his thing, and he gets killed by this lunatic nobody who killed him just because he was a somebody. He had nothing to do with him. And, uh... I don't like killers who kill creative people. Like him and uh, the guy who killed uh, John Lennon. It's upsetting when people kill a creative person just because they're somebody find it upsetting what I hope nobody thoughts? ever comes after us that's <laughs> all I'm thinking about <laughs> I don't think and if they do I hope they get it. you and not me that's fair yes I think <laughs> that'll be fine um I think that's it for me that seems fair I'm tapped out man okay let's but uh we're coming up on the time anyway but we got I guess if you're looking to get in touch with us we have an Instagram now enough podcast at Instagram um yes. What else? Email us email. at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. If you want at to be Skip our season to Scotty Boy and yes. at A N K N E R is me, Ryan Ankner. Yes. That's pretty much it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being a friend. Wow. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, have a good one. Have a good one, man. Have a good one. Have a good one. Folks, we made a mistake. Oh, we're back. We're we're back. I have it queued up already. This is classic us. <laughs> Ninety seconds of the departed. We're gonna we're gonna close. I know. Well, I didn't want to do a whole thing. I feel like you're falling out of love with this segment. No, I'm not. Is this true? Okay, he's no, back I'm not. in. I'm okay. very much still invested. I okay. just. I, okay. Uh, I'm I'm have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Here we go. Ninety seconds of the departed. Get the fuck down right now. Matt Damon giving a bravura performance.
This is that weird shot where it does like the... It's like a star wipe. Yeah. What are they thinking? Very odd artistic flourish from Marty. Marty Scorsese. Oh my god, kid, that's in Boston. That's like right around the corner have, from We here. only have about a minute left. I hope we get some good stuff here. Oh, this is like the, the great stuff. Oh, we're hitting a great section of The Departed here. Where Martin Sheen and Wahlberg interview Matt Damon and Leo. You rise fast. Like a 12 year old's dick. Thank you, Sergeant. My pleasure. Thank you, Sergeant. Thank you, sir. Good luck. Go back up. Hi, Darlene. Hmm. Thanks, hon. Congratulations. Thanks, hon. <laughs> you can go in there now. Dun, 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 dun. Dignum, take a leave of absence. You can sit. Yeah, this segment, we just get transfixed so, by the film and just watch it without saying anything. You know, and the fans probably like that. Yeah, they just want Maybe. to hear it. Yeah. Sir, yes, sir, I have an idea. We'd like oh, to thank Warner Brothers so Pictures no for this footage. That, okay? No idea. Zip. None. An idea about what we do. We would not be good at what we do, would we? We'll save that fun line for next week, because <laughs> that's it. Good. Let's try this again. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to play cowboy again. I don't give a shit. Kid Rock, that's how friend we, of the show. That's how we exit. Folks, have a good one. Have a good one, man.